0: Have you been following the latest trends? Are you one of these people who falls for every new thing that gets put out there on TV or on social media? Why do you buy six? Because I'm not an idiot. I bought a Gary Coleman grill. Great! Now we've got seven of them i'm here to tell you the good the bad and the ugly of all the latest health trends that are circulating all around the internet right now put it out there on the line we're gonna be talking about ice baths yoga slash stretching microdosing mushrooms wearable technology intermittent fasting and maybe a bonus so this is gonna be a really interesting video so let's get to it now Welcome back to the Jared and James channel. I'm Jared Weiss, and if you guys don't know that, it means that you're not subscribed to the channel, so you know what to do. Smash that subscribe button, be sure to drop a like, leave a comment, let me know what you guys think of this video. Follow me on every platform I post regularly everywhere. Check me out, listen to me, wherever you guys listen to the content. So first off, I want to show you guys, this is actually the first official episode where we actually have the Jared and James sign. It's possible that, like by the time this video comes out, you guys may have already seen it. I think- But anyways, this is my first solo video where we actually have the new sign all set up. So let me know your thoughts on it. I think it looks pretty dope and it's going to look even cooler when we actually have that situated in between myself and James or any of the other guests who are going to be coming on. Let me know in the comments what you guys think of it. I think it looks awesome and I think it's going to upgrade the looks of the whole studio. We got the lights going, we got the sign. It's all complete. We're rocking and rolling here. And for today's video, I wanted to come up with something super creative. Super. As a way of welcoming the new science to the channel. So we're gonna be analyzing five possibly six of the most popular health trends that are out there and I'm going to be giving you guys my full rundown whether through experience or through my own research and you guys can come to your own conclusions once I'm done with this. Now before we get started I first wanted to put out a little disclaimer which is keep in mind that everything needs to be individualized and customized to every individual person. So if one of these things works for you and I'm bashing it it's not my place to tell you not to do it. This is just based on my own research and my own experience and also I wanted to add in. Be careful of anyone who sells you any type of magic pill. Finally! I'll take two! Anyone out there who's telling you that doing this one thing or someone who's promoting that following this one trend is gonna cure your whole life, you're gonna heal, you're gonna be able to fly, you're gonna be doing all these magical things. Be very wary of people who talk like that. But also, it is important to use the power of your beliefs and and the power of the placebo effect, which has been demonstrated time and time again in scientific studies, to be a real thing. But there also is a physiological component and there is a physical component as well to every action that you do. But remember to listen to your body, do what works best for you, take everything to the fullest extent of your belief system, and then from there you could decide whether the physiological combined with the physical components are actually making a positive difference for you, or if it's just complete nonsense or, on the other hand, could actually be hurting you. Be honest with yourself and make sure to listen to your bodies. So now, first up we have ice baths. I see this all over social media. This has essentially turned into a competition of who could stay in the coldest water for the longest because doing this is supposedly going to raise your testosterone levels or put you into this complete zen state where you're going to be flying and your strongest self yet. So now if you guys want to hear my thoughts on ice baths, I have a very interesting take on these. I believe there are definite benefits to cold therapy. It also has the advantage of increasing not just adrenaline but dopamine which is a molecule involved in motivation focus etc but I also feel like they've been overrated and overused as I said it's almost become this competition of who could stay in the coldest water for the longest amount of time or who could withstand the most amount of pain but as I'm sure many of you guys have seen Andrew Huberman is always talking about the benefits of cold therapy and the benefits to the lymphatic system as well as when you can adjust your body to it I mean you're able to calm down your breathing as Wim Hof does which I actually do like a lot the Wim Hof breathing but doing this help to calm down your nervous system and control Train your nervous system to be calm under intense conditions. And of course, as many people are often saying there are also some really great mental benefits to doing this to training your body to be calm through chaos and now that's mostly the good side of ice baths and i'm also probably going to be putting up some graphics for, for those of you who are watching on youtube and rumble but for any of you guys just listening that's basically the rundown of the benefits to this as well as doing contrast therapy so like taking one minute cold one minute hot showers that's actually really good for him flushing out the lymphatic system and draining waste from it and also I'm sure you hear plenty of people talking about how doing this could could reduce inflammation in the body. That all sounds good and well, but now it's time for the bad and the ugly of the ice baths. If you use them too often, you could be dulling your body's own natural healing and inflammatory response, which is actually super important for muscle growth post-workout and recovery, even though it can mean more soreness. But, soreness and inflammation are actually the body's natural ways of healing, so so you don't want to be dulling these all the time. I can't feel my anything. Even though it can be uncomfortable, sometimes you actually have to go through it in order to allow your body to heal and grow back stronger. It almost comes back to me when it comes to my whole detoxing as part of my whole healing process. I need that response and I need my body to go through that in order to get better and allow my body to fully heal. But if I were to take some medication that a doctor would give me to make me stop going to the bathroom or eliminating the toxins from my body, I'd actually be going against what my body is trying to accomplish, so I would actually end up not healing, I'd be pushing the toxins deeper into my body, I'd be pushing the inflammation deeper into my body, and then these would end up with tons of consequences that would have to come out in other ways. Which is why, as I mentioned in one of my recent podcasts with Victor, how oftentimes the whole medical system is actually about trading acute symptoms and acute illness for chronic disease, which isn't a good trade at all. So yes, ice baths can be great when they're not overused or used for the wrong reasons, such as trying to overcome soreness after every workout but i do see a lot of social media overhyping these things and making them sound like the holy grail of health I don't think everyone has to do them. I think if they are something that that resonates with you, if you are someone who believes in these benefits, and if you yourself do do experience these benefits, then by all means, go for it. But once again, you don't wanna be using these to suppress symptoms or to suppress emotions because I also feel like, and maybe this is gonna be an unpopular take, but I feel like a lot of people who use ice baths and are also like taking many of these other mind altering drugs and whatnot, I feel like a lot of these people are doing this, like, to actually suppress emotions. Why do you feel bad? Because everything's falling apart and I can't do anything about it? Or it almost, like, freeze away, like, your symptoms. Because when you're in these aspects, you can't really think about anything else. I know. Freeze. Which maybe some people are trying to like, turn off their minds. But, like, you're going to have to experience your emotions, your thoughts, and your physical symptoms at one point or another. And if you don't address them now, they're going to come back bigger and bigger later on so that's the down low on ice baths now on to static stretching and yoga years ago I actually used to love doing yoga as part of my post-workout or post basketball games soccer games track meets as part of my cooldown from those but then over time I actually got too carried away with the whole flexibility aspect of yoga and stretching that like actually became too flexible which is gonna sound very weird for some of you guys Some, some of you might be saying to yourselves how is it possible to be too flexible. And I may consider making this a whole separate video in the future, but when you're performing power movements, when you're sprinting, when you're lifting heavy weights, your muscles need to be contracting and co-contracting at the right times, and these muscles need to be firing up, or else you're gonna end up getting hurt and your body isn't gonna stay healthy. Oh, 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 my back! Which goes against much of this modern health culture of always stretching stretching for 40 minutes, hour every day, but this is actually, once again, gonna be suppressing your own body's symptoms. Because while mobility is very important and flexibility can be important to an extent, when you overdo that aspect without focusing enough on the strength aspect, you're gonna get hurt, which is what was happening to me because I started getting too carried away with the stretching and not enough of the strength aspect. Mobility is about being strong throughout every range of motion, which is why I recommend everyone doing mobility exercises it every day, multiple times d- during the day. But static stretching isn't necessary. Once again, if static stretching does benefit you, if you feel good while doing it, then, then by all means keep doing it. But you don't want to go too far with that or else you're going to be impacting your body's ability to produce power and strength through all ranges of motion. And actually, as I was talking to someone about at the gym the other day, yoga at its roots is actually an incredible practice. But as with many other things, Western society has, has taken it and corrupted it. Yoga was, was actually originally about more about breath work, meditation through different ranges of motion, but then Western society took it into a whole flexibility practice and seeing how much stretching everyone could do. But inflexibility oftentimes doesn't mean a need to stretch, it actually means that you're actually weak certain ranges of motion so your body and your brain is actually trying to protect you from going into those ranges of motion. Which is why much of the time when we get hurt and when we have these severe injuries, a lot of the times stretching actually makes things worse because you're trying to override your brain signals that are actually trying to protect you that makes sense to me so once again you don't want to be suppressing symptoms and it's important to get to the root cause of why you're having pain in that range of motion or why you're inflexible in certain positions so yoga can be awesome if done the right way stretching um, uh, am not not 100% on that dynamic stretching dynamic mobility I think is awesome to do before workouts and during the day doing mobility sessions is imperative to keeping the body to keeping the joints keeping the muscles healthy yeah, buns and ties. But if you don't need to be super flexible, then I would actually say not to do static stretching if you don't feel any benefits from it. As PJF Performance often talks about, if you do like static stretching and if you are someone who feels good when you do it as a way of cooling down post-workout or as a way of of calming down the nervous system without going too far into the flexible aspect of it, then most of the benefits are going to be coming from calming your body down rather than actually increasing your range of motion. And if you are someone who does like stretching, make sure to also be in Incorporating the strength aspects throughout those ranges of motion so that this way you don't get hurt. Next up we have probably a bit more controversial one especially based on the amount of people I see doing these on social media and this is gonna be microdosing mushrooms or even ayahuasca or any of these other magic mushroom type ceremonies. So first off for the good I have heard of people who go on one of these retreats or take some type of mushrooms whether it be microdosing or one of these ayahuasca ceremonies and they actually use them the way that shop intended and the way I guess that a nature may have intended and it opens them up it helps them realize their true spiritual nature and they don't need need to do them again because they use them as this temporary mechanism for opening up their third eye or for for getting in touch with their spiritual nature but I'm someone who's very skeptical when it comes to mushrooms especially because if you guys look into the CIA and if you look into early adopters worked for the CIA in the 1950s the agency typically without consent, dosed its own employees, soldiers, prisoners, and mental patients with LSD as part of an experimental mind control program called MKUltra. MKUltra experiments, much of the work that was done was using mushrooms to try to alter people's minds, try to weaken them, and for the purposes of mind control. And what do you see these days? As Sam Triple's is often talking about, he's very skeptical of this also, especially because knowing all the LSD and mushroom experiments that were done in the 60s when it came to MKUltra, but now you have this whole push for people taking mushrooms. Makes you wonder, doesn't it? Who's actually pushing this? Who's funding these movements? And the same thing could be said for this push to legalize marijuana, or for all those people who are huge pot smokers. As far as I can see, it makes a lot of people unmotivated, and I'm probably gonna do a whole separate video talking about how and why I've never smoked and never drank, and I'm gonna go into a deeper reason, a deeper dive into this, but when you smoke these things, I think I smell marijuana in it. Dope is for dopes, buddy. They're contaminated with heavy metals, and as a result, they can definitely be messing up your lungs, messing up your brain health. And so, I'm not 100% sold on mushrooms being good for people. I mean. Once again, I do know stories of people who have received benefits from them and I have heard stories of benefits when it comes to microdosing them for anxiety as well as creativity and that's all awesome. I think if you are someone who does them and they help you, once again, it's not my place to tell you no, but anything that alters the minds, that alters your thoughts, and anything that becomes addicting, which a lot of people I see have essentially turned to these as this way of using them as coping mechanisms or as suppressing their symptoms, suppressing their thoughts, suppressing their emotions, So that this way, they can just push them deeper enough to deal with them. It's going to have consequences. And I've also heard plenty of stories of people who've been adversely affected by mushrooms. And by any of these psychedelic products. I mean, just look into the MKUltra experiments with Frank Olson. And look into who's pushing these things onto us. Why is the government suddenly coming around on this? I always get skeptical. Whenever the government starts pushing things, even things that were formerly illegal. Which I don't think the government should have that type of power over us. But knowing everything I know when it comes to propaganda when it comes to the... And the news- never lies. Mind control machines on the TV when it comes to this whole desire to push medication to push people into suppressing symptoms and then all of a sudden they start promoting something that was used in mind control experiments and now all of a sudden they're coming out and telling you that it's healthy. So now I see a lot of you people out there are believing this. You're all happy for it. You're all saying how great it is but I think some of this might be some control opposition. This is something like it's seen as this win for us. The win for the truth seekers but like in reality I have my questions. I have my doubts about this stuff. You have confirmed my doubts about you. Look into this stuff for yourself. Do your own research. But I'm not too sure about how healthy these things are. And whether or not the products that you're actually taking are contaminated. And I definitely would not rely on them for anything. And would not overuse them. If you are someone who does believe in them. But me, I'm going to stay cautious. I'm going to stay as true to my beliefs in health as possible. And I'm going to stick to things that I don't need to alter my mind. To control my thoughts. Or to make them go away. Next up, we have wearable technology i see a lot of people out there who are wearing apple watches who are synced up to their phones and i'm not really sure that like i might say too much good about any of this stuff other than maybe it helps to keep you accountable and maybe some of these things help you to track your progress but there's a lot more bad and ugly when it comes to this wearable technology having this bluetooth device synced up to you at all times on the line is not gonna be good for your brain health you're gonna be constantly filling your body with radiation which is gonna mess with your hormone levels it's gonna allow this toxic non-native EMF to affect your brain health, which is gonna affect your body's ability to recover. It's gonna affect your thought patterns. And so when it comes to any of this wearable technology, I would not recommend wearing any of it. I'm gonna say toss it in the trash, unless once again, if you believe in it, go for it. I'm not here to stop you, but when it comes to wearing any type of electronic device on your body, especially knowing that humans are electrical beings, so by wearing this, you could be interfering with your own body's aura as well as your own body's electrical magnetic field because we're actually all toroidal fields. And so my, my recommendation is to do things the old-fashioned way. <laughs> old school like the old school. If you'd like to track your progress, write it down in a journal, write it down on a computer document. If you need to set an alarm, keep the phone off your body and away from you as much as possible. But. There's still so much information that hasn't come out and like chances are they're not even going to tell you about when it comes to the dangers of EMF technology and all this harmful radiation. As a result, I'd advise you guys to be very cautious when it comes to this stuff. And same thing when it comes to AirPods as well. I could probably do like a whole video talking about the dangers of AirPods and any type of Bluetooth radiation technology. But be very cautious when it comes to that stuff. That's all I'm going to say. And now the last and final health trend that I'm going to be talking about for this video. I did have two or three more but like Maybe I'll save those for another time, but intermittent fasting, so now. I think intermittent fasting is actually incredible. I've actually been using this out on my own healing journey this past year in particular. Most days I actually do a 16 to like 17 hour fast in between dinner from the night before and I guess lunch the day after. But intermittent fasting is great because it promotes autophagy in the body or regeneration of new cells. It allows the body to rest, it allows your digestive system to rest and focus on healing other areas of the body so that this way your body doesn't always need to be focusing on digest- because... Humans actually were not designed to always be digesting food at all times of the day. The natural human eating cycle like, is actually based on feast and famine. The more time you could allow your body to rest and digest and to focus on healing other areas of the body while it's not digesting, the better off you're going to be the more healthy you're going to be. And this is going to give you more energy to utilize for other areas of your life such as thinking, such as exercising because you don't want to be exercising on a full stomach all the time. I mean, you do want to be fueled up but like you don't want to be exercising on like a full stomach and like exercising within like an hour of eating. I mean like most times like I might actually give like, three to four hours between eating and exercise. Hey! Somebody bring me a Diet Coke! But intermittent fasting, while I do love the benefits of intermittent fasting, and while I would recommend it, to just about everyone to an extent just because it's actually based around our body's natural eating patterns i don't think that every single person needs to be doing it especially if you're someone who's trying to gain weight and if you go too long you may also be impacting your body's ability to put on muscle yeah me neither I don't want to get too big. Which I know goes against the whole how fasting increases the amount of growth hormone, but like if you don't have food on the body and if you're not eating enough calories or frequency it does make it more difficult to put on more muscle. That makes sense to me. And once again, similar to the ice baths, I also see this, this trend also being corrupted and it's turned into this whole competition to prove who's better based on who who could go the longest without food? I'm better than you! I mean, don't get me wrong. There are definitely benefits to extended fasts, if you actually know how to do them, and if you do them the right way. There there are benefits to going seven days, 21 days without food, and I have read plenty of stories about these benefits. But like, you don't need to be doing this all the time. But if you don't know what you're doing, this could be dangerous. So do your own research when it comes to intermittent fasting and going to come to extended fasts, and understand the purpose behind them before you just jump into one. Definitely look into taking breaks from eating, adjusting the time of your eating, maybe not needing five meals a day, but I can say going down to three or two or one for some people. I've actually been going down to two meals a day for the past year or so, and this has definitely helped me along my detoxing, along my, my healing journey from all my major health issues. Plus, first thing in the morning, most of the time I'm actually not hungry. So, like, ask yourself when you are going to eat, are you actually hungry? Or are you just eating because everyone else is and because you're quote-unquote supposed to be eating at this time? So anyways, let me know your thoughts on all these health trends. Let me know what health trends I missed in this video and which ones you want me to cover in another one. And remember, one last thing I want to leave you guys with is anything that goes against nature and natural principles and what your body is trying to do for healing, anything that goes against that will not be good for you and will lead to eventual health issues that need to be addressed and faced at one point or another, So with any of these things, with any health trends out there, you don't want to be suppressing symptoms, you don't want to be suppressing your own body's natural responses, use them wisely, the good ones at least, use whatever wise traditions are out there wisely, don't fall into the whole westernized corruption, don't overuse anything, figure out what works best for you, get in tune with your own body, listen to your body, see how your body responds to any tools that are out there, and you're going to be better off for it. Love you guys, make sure to subscribe to the channel, be sure to drop a like, leave a comment, let me know what you guys think of this video, and we out you. Peace.